Welcome to the Diary of a Ghost Hunter podcast with your frightfully good hosts and paranormal investigators, Anne and Renata. Join the chaos weekly as we tell you what has inspired us, what cases we're investigating, what is driving us round the twist, and the true horror of what goes on in the background of being a ghost hunter. This is a Frightfully Good production. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome back to Diary of a Ghost Hunter. In this week's episode, I'm back from my trip away. We have some sort of information on investigating in difficult conditions. We're now currently planning our trip to the UK. We'll give you all the updates on that. We are also answering a listener's question, but we're being very mindful that it is confidential. confidential. And something very important about books. Stay tuned to all that and probably more. Hi, Anne. Welcome back. You're trying to find your land legs. Oh, my land legs are not coming back. It's like I've been back almost 48 hours Mm. and I am, I actually ran into the wall earlier today. (laughs) Good, That's what we need. Yep, yep. Um, So I've, I had, Robert told me to take some ginger, so I've taken Mm. some ginger. I had some raw ginger and... um, uh, I took a Telfast and I took some Panadol and I took some Ibuprofen. <laughs> I took just everything I could get my hands on, really, to try and get my equilibrium back. But it's it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try some Travel Calm. Yeah. Now, just before we go any further, Renata, I need you to put your microphone onto your other bra strap so that you talk into it, not away from it. Right. Yeah, there we got it. Because I've got mine here. So when I Let's... talk to her, I'm talking to the microphone. When she talks to me, she's talking to the microphone. <clears throat> I hope you all enjoyed that little moment of Renata putting a hand <laughs> down the top for you all. We'll oh. have to put this as a M-rated show. All right. So I'm back. How did you feel with me gone? Relieved? Um, 
be stressed. Honest. Be honest. Stressed. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was just, it was, it brought back the years before you and I joined up. Yeah. When I was doing everything on my own. Mm-hmm. And um, that's another, just another layer of stress to yeah. try and get all of that perfect and right. And we have Emmy. Emmy's helping as well. Of course we do. And, I mean, we have to give things to Emmy and that requires a bit of organisation on our behalf half as well, which we're, because we're such creatives, it's difficult for us to do that sometime and for, to pinpoint us down to get things on time to someone, but it's it's what we need. Mm. So you took on my role plus Emmy's role. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a big shout out to <laughs> Steve for covering for me at Spooky Sundays while I was away. I was cruising in New Zealand with my husband. We had 13 nights away. And the the thing I was complaining about, about the, the hull clean, and because we had a dirty bottom, apparently, we couldn't go into New Zealand until the hull was scraped. So we lost two or three ports and had to reverse our trip ended up being a blessing in disguise which is why you should never go crazy when things don't go to plan because sometimes it's happened for a reason it meant that we had to start at the top of New Zealand and come down the bottom through the fjord lands whereas before we were starting at the fjord lands and going back up to Auckland Mm -hmm. if we'd gone on the original route we would have copped the cyclone and the earthquake in Wellington so because we went in the other direction, we missed all of it. We didn't even get rough waters from the hurricane. Yeah, I did see a particular video that was sent of Roman trying to get down the corridor. That's just a normal night in a cruise ship. <laughs> no. I'll put that video no, up no. for you guys to see. No, not um, happening. It's just that, like, you can see... Oops, sorry. You can see him trying to walk down. And he's lurching from side to side. That's that's not rough seas. That was just a bit of swell. More. <laughs> No, thank you. But I have to say from my perspective from being away, it took me about a week before I finally relaxed. And then the last two or three days, I was so antsy that I was actually like jittering my knees and my hands and tapping and because I just wanted to get back. I'd, I'd had enough. So I probably had about four days of being calm and that was it. <laughs> But we Sounds needed it. fabulous. Sometimes you need to have a break to sort of realise how much you appreciate everyone that's around you that's helping you. So I do. I appreciate you all so much. And even you, Renata. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So what this podcast, vodcast is about is the realities of being a, a ghost hunter, paranormal investigator, paranormal entertainer, whatever it is you want to call us, uh, and our week-to-week joys and struggles. Mm. So one of the struggles we've had this week and coming back into it was quite nasty because I've been wandering around with a nice hoodie and jacket and jeans on being very comfortable, is we're coming up, coming back into heat. Mm. Well, I am anyway. So for those that are listening uh, outside of Australia, uh, we are hitting heatwave temperatures. And at the moment outside, probably about 34 degrees. Now, tonight we're working in big sandstone buildings. That's Celsius. And they hold the heat. And no matter what Maitland. time, yeah, what time of the evening it is, they're still holding the heat that has been stored up during the day. And even yesterday, when we were in there, um, I was sweating profusely. 
And we bought fans for we, each of the rooms. Yeah, because we've got the public in there with us. And some It's an old historical building. Some of the windows don't open anymore or they've been painted shut or because it's a jail, security-wise, they're actually bolted shut. You can't get the airflow through, particularly down in the dungeon, sorry, the basement. So we, we have to look after our customers, but we also have to look after our people as well so mm. that they can be the best they can. So we did go to Kmart. Thanks, Emmy. Uh, and get some fans and made sure there was fans in every room. And mm-hmm. that, I think, made it more bearable for you than what it was the week before when I was away with my hoodie on. Yes. And also Maitland Jail did something nice for us yes, too. Yes, they provided a water cooler with freezing cold water. Icy cold great. water. So yeah. that was great for the people. And this this might not sound hugely fantastic, but when you are working in a place that is really hot uh, and you have to be on your toes, you have to be presentable to the public, being in a state of stress because you are hot and bothered and you can't think of your words and you don't really want to be there because of the heat, nothing else, uh, it does help a lot. And it's really important for ghost hunters who are out there, whether they're doing something professional like leading a tour or just going out for a ghost hunt, that they prepare themselves for any kind of emergency So have extra water, have some bandages and things just in case someone falls over. Or a Telfast or there was an antihistamine in case somebody gets bitten by a bug and starts to swell up or has an allergic reaction. Absolutely. So a first aid kit. And we used to keep uh, at Q Station when we worked there so a couple of chocolates and things in the bag or barley sugars just in case somebody had a sugar low because we'd be walking around the site for four hours and quite often in uncomfortable conditions and it was just something to help them get across the line. Well, at Wallenby the week before, yeah. um, one of the young girls that we know well, her sugar dropped really low. Yeah. And we were actually in the schoolhouse at the time. Oh, you're back in the schoolhouse? Back in the schoolhouse. Oh, my God. And I actually threw out a bag of lollies for the ghosts. Yeah. And we broke into that bag of lollies to get her a sugar fix as quickly as possible. Yeah. So how about that? Did the ghosts like it? Yeah, the ghosts were kind of really, what the hell are you guys well, doing you're here? You're back here again. Uh, what, we what thought we'd got rid back? of you. Yeah, so they were, it was very a very surprising time in the schoolhouse. We didn't feel a real connection coming through yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell you what, that bag of lollies saved the day. <laughs> And look, as um, the the lead investigators or the paranormal entertainers tour guides for the night, the public are exhausted, they're hot and bothered, and we can't be the ones standing there going, oh my God, I'm so hot, I don't want to do anything. We can't whinge. We have to be perky and bright. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, absolutely. Give them our best. And then once they go, we collapse in a heap. <laughs> but yeah, there's like even cold conditions. I know some of you guys in America, if you've got the mountain territory, that you, you've you just got to be prepared for four seasons in one day there. So yeah, look after yourselves, but also look after your team members and make sure that they're wearing protective clothing, shoes, etc., etc. Mm. All right, what's next? We have started planning for our UK trip finally. It's 12 weeks away. Finally. So we're finally starting to look at accommodation and trying to plan a couple of ghost hunts. We've got a beautiful lady, Joanne, who has organised one Dudley with us. Castle. Dudley Castle. And they are looking at putting another on for Sunday. Oh, for Sunday, because it's a long weekend there. it's a long weekend. That was a bonus. 
So we might get an extra one. I'm sure, actually, we'll get an extra yeah. one uh, in before we leave. But not only that, where we're staying is Canic Chase. For those who have listened to the True Hauntings podcast yes. on Canic Chase, yes. we will be venturing into the forest to have a look to see what we can see. Absolutely. Make sure you listen to that podcast. Just find uh, True Hauntings, Anne and Renata, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you like to listen. Yeah, if you've enjoyed it, leave us a review on that. And same for this one as well. Yeah. And we're also looking at Ireland. We've got some beautiful people, John and Danielle, that are helping us over there. And they've organised a Redwood Castle, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. or Mansion or something. And we're still working on Charleville Castle. Mm-hmm. So that's getting closer and closer. So we may have two private investigations there. I think this is the first time we've travelled overseas and we've had private investigations, Mm -hmm. private time, because we've always been with the public, which we love as well, because I love watching how other teams run their tours. Not that we're trying to steal ideas. I just find it fascinating and it does inspire you. Yeah, so that's just finding the time now to work on that. We've got our airfares over. We've got our airfares from Amsterdam. We've got our airfares to Ireland. We've got our airfares from Amsterdam back to Australia, but we've still got to do... Ireland to England and then England to Amsterdam. So, and then all the accommodation and car hire in between. Now, if you would like to support the work we do, of course, this is all going to be videoed. It will be popped up on our YouTube accounts for you to watch. Please consider becoming a Patreon. For a measly $10 a month, you can become a grand poo bar. And in that, you get a private page where Renata and I jump on and have chats. We have two big private posting. A, uh, a month plus we do lives from haunted locations and uh, we tell you all our inner secrets. So if you'd like to do that, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Just look up Anne and Renata and you will find us there. I'll try to put the links into the, the comments here as well. That's yep. our plug call to action, Renata. Absolutely. What else have we got? Now, we are revisiting one of the places that we went to I'm so last excited. year. Yeah. Um, and that's in Sheffield. Yeah, so I'm going to try and insert the clip of that here now so you guys can watch it on YouTube. Anyone that's listening to the podcast, pop over to Anne and Renata Ghost Grannies on uh, YouTube and you'll be able to see it there, where we caught what seems to be the image of a girl. She's not there one second, but she is there the, the second after and then gone again. Yes, yes. And we didn't even find it. We didn't know. It was actually sent to us by someone who was watching live... Yeah. And then cut that piece out and sent it to us and said, look, look at this. Look what you caught. Look what you got. So, yeah, that's just amazing. So, yeah, the, where we stayed was the Sexton's Lodge, which is on Sheffield Cemetery. And we actually can wander through the cemetery as much as we want during the night. And we did. <laughs> it was beautiful. And we were interviewed by Sheffield BBC. Yep. So we're going to contact them again because we've been on there twice. They seem to like us and we love them and see if they'd like to talk about what we found last time we were there. Because I think it was because of them that we ended up finding it because we went into the cemetery that night mm-hmm. to do a live for the night show that they do. Yeah. That's that's so cool to be going back to there. It was just delightful, all the places you could wander around and go and buy food. They had that Marks and Spence food place. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ghost grannies. I mean. <laughs> Hashtag large, large, large ask ghost grannies. <laughs> 
to be excited about going through Mark and Spencer's I know. food hall. But, wow, they do food really well. And they had the soda bread. <laughs> oh. Remember they had the soda bread and butter? Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, oh, my God. Double fix. Anyway, we're gonna, we've booked two <laughs> nights there. We're, then, we're now just looking where we're going to go for the last two nights before we fly over to Amsterdam where we're going to check out a sex show. I don't know why, because I'm mortified at the thought, but I think it'd make hilarious. Oh, but there are reviewing. there's there's a, there's a museum of prostitution. Oh. There is um, there's a whole list of really weird places. Misadventures will be running rife, I'm sure. Oh, it's just going to be wild, and we're going to try and get some ghost hunts done while yep. we're there as well. So, yeah, uh, yep, we will we will do that. Again, consider becoming a Patreon to help us out and help us get there. Thank you. There, so that's and that one. And you'll be getting behind all the behind the scenes, all the lives, everything will in be the going Grand on Poobars. to Patreon in the Grand Poobah. So are, please, please join. And look, we understand that not everyone can support us that way. There are some lesser tiers. Um, there is just the para supporters, not just. We appreciate them. No end too, which I think is 2 or $3 a month. And then there are the para stalkers, which they get uh, a one bonus tarot reading thing once a month as well and now i've got the hiccups renata so i'm going to need you to take over oh okay because i'm right. hiccuping all right so <laughs> um, messages. i i came in <laughs> just before the uh, recording today and uh, i walked in and i said and i have rescued books and i went oh yay um because that's kind of what we used to do a lot of and then we ran out of money <laughs> And needed to put all that money into buying airfares and things. Uh, But today I went into a a bookshop in Newcastle that I haven't been into for well over a year, Mm -hmm. probably two years. Mm -hmm. And I just just spotted some books that I really thought is worthwhile for our ghost library. And uh, and so I bought some. That's the library behind us back there, by the way. We've got about one, two, three, four, five, five or six bookcases full of books. Yeah. And that's only my section. Renata's got more. It's actually really hard to find books with Australian ghost stories uh, and good ghost stories. And so uh, I did spot a few. One of them is about Sarah Island, which is a penal settlement just uh, near Tasmania, literally just off the coastline of Tasmania. I hope you noticed I behaved myself when you said penal. Thank you. And so I got this. So you'll be hearing stories from this in the next few weeks and months, I got one that oh, these is ones really, are really exciting. Yeah, is really, really one of those beautiful books that you need to have uh, as a book in any ghost library, and it's written by Harry Price, of course, and it's called Poltergeist: Tales of the Supernatural. So there are stories here. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. 
at Plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus. Men, there's hundreds of them. Well, at least 20. Yeah. Poltergeist at Bite. Oh. Poorly Rectory. Oh, can you do one of these for tomorrow night? And poltergeist Sundays? infected rectories. Oh, nothing like a poltergeist infected re- rectories there. Oh, <laughs> there is many poltergeists in rectories. <laughs> the Ringcroft poltergeist. We've done oh, yeah, that we've one. Yeah, we've done that one. Uh, the Drummer poltergeist. Uh, and so it's got all of Harry Price's stories in here. And there's yeah, another I'll one here. see if you can see that one there. Confessions of a Ghost Hunter. So these are classic books here. And they're very old copies. I was really glad that uh, they literally, they look, they fell off the bookcase. The India bag. And into my hands. Which meant she had to pay for them, otherwise it'd be called shoplifting. <laughs> That is true. And I came home. Uh, I came home. I came here and I said to Anne, Anne, there's even more there. There's you had more. another two books and you I said did. one of them was really special. Yes. And uh, I've left it in the car. You had one from Alan Tiller. Yeah, Alan Tiller, Haunted, Haunted Adelaide, yeah, and which we'll then... read some stories from as well. And then this other fabulous book that's a really old one, a golden oldie, and it's called The Spook and the Commandant. And this was written by a gentleman who was captured in Turkey and held captive during the war with um, some other men from his brigade. And I think what the story is about, I'm not quite sure, but I think they created a ghost to, like try, to try and get them out of the camp that they were in and get them into a hospital so that they could then escape. But when I opened the book, the book had been gifted to someone and there was a passage in it that was written by the widow of the gentleman that wrote the book, who it was all about, his mm-hmm. true story. And it uh, was gifted to this particular person and uh, she wrote, you know, by the way, my husband was not alive to see this book published, but he always knew it would. And I am, I am his widow. So this is it's this is an That's insert, a wow yeah. Thing. Uh, it's just amazing, yeah. and I, as much as I wanted to put it back, and I did, it just kind of said no. You need no. That, you need that to is have something it. really special yeah, to, have to have it, it so signed it's with an actual story in it. Yeah, I think that yeah. that's awesome. Now I also love to rescue books, and uh, this is one that I had rescued: "Real Magic" by Dean Radin. And it—I don't know if you can see on the spine there—it's from Thrift Books. You can look up that; it's a website where you can buy used books. A lot of them are from libraries. People's collections I suppose this looked like it was brand new it looks like it's never been read but this was my reading while I was on the cruise Real Magic by Dean Radin and it's not a woo-woo book at all it's actually on the science and the history of magic and how they thought it worked and then they've done scientific experiments proper experiments on does this work And they've used regs, which is random number generators, uh, to see if the human mind can influence the outcome of zeros and ones. And through intention, you actually can 
manipulate it to change. Not a huge percentage, but enough for it not to be average. Mm. And there is science to the fact that if you put your intention towards something, that you can... Uh, Influence the outcome. Influence the outcome or bring it to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just I'm getting through the really dry part, which is the scientific evidence where they're talking about all the experiments, the results, and one of the things that he brought up, which I find really interesting, is that scientists are not prepared to look at the possibility of psi psi, and if they are doing experiments that show that there may be some sort of psi or mind over matter present, they will turn that into what they call a what they call it uh, the draw. Uh, uh, they'll, they'll put it in the drawer and hide it and forget about it and not tell people about it because they don't want to be poo-hooed or not considered to be real scientists if that sort of thing shows up. Because as soon as somebody goes, hey, I think there might be something to this stuff, the scientific community and the sceptics, well, not the sceptics, the cynics, dump on them. There's been scientists who have been shunned by the community after doing decades Mm -hmm. of amazing work in other areas. And as soon as they've gone to look at the what they call pseudoscience, woo-woo, they're barred from the community and nobody will talk to them anymore. Even though some of these scientists know that there is shit going down. There is something happening, but they can't dare admit it because of the ramifications of it. Mm. Yeah. So really interesting book. I've I enjoyed all the history part. The scientific experiments are dry, but I'm I'm enjoying sort of understanding how they've done things in a scientific way. And when we say a scientific way, what they're doing is done under laboratory conditions. A ghost hunter saying, I've done a scientific investigation, they don't really understand what they're talking about. The only way you can do it is in a controlled situation in a laboratory where there's no external influences or factors. Yeah, and that's really not going to work. boring. <laughs> it's just not going to work well, the when whole it comes thing, to... The whole thing with uh, ghost hunting and uh, appearance of ghosts is that it is random. You cannot predict when it's going to happen. Absolutely. So how can you put that into a scientific laboratory and, and examine it when it's something that is random, spontaneous? Yep. It's like we were asked last night, uh, when do we hear the ghosts talking? Because we were doing um, EVPs. Yeah. And you know, people saying, well, I can't hear anything. Like, they're amazed yeah. <laughs> that they can't and, hear And hear that actually, thing. it puts pressure onto our helpers as well because they feel like they need to provide something that's entertaining and exciting. And they're going, but they're not getting any voices. Why should we do the EVP work anymore? It's it, They're not getting anything. And I, I say to them, but it is part of being an investigator. It is part of what we do. And we will listen to Hours and hours of recordings with nothing. I mean, we might listen to a hundred hours of recordings to maybe get one EVP. Mm, what yeah. you see on the ghost hunting TV shows is not the reality. Mind you, I would love to go to America and some of these places where they do get loads of EVPs and have the opportunity to sit down and do it ourselves. We don't know what their conditions are. Mm. Um, if we did it ourselves and we got it, then I'd be going, holy moly, Wow. But in saying that, I have had two EVPs. Mm. I really have. Yeah, but they're rare. 
All right, just before we finish, listeners' question. We did have quite often have people reach out to us with uh, paranormal issues, and I'm going to leave it very loose as to what this one was because they did ask for confidentiality. But it was in regards to someone working with Indigenous people and their belief system that one of the places that they're at is haunted. And they don't quite know how to cope with it, how to help these people. And um, I thought we could raise it today on Diary of a Ghost Hunter. Now, I was away when that question first came in. And in the meantime, Renata has answered the question. So, Renata, what was your advice? First of all, there are a few issues with the people that they are dealing with. So there is a lot of trauma there. And trauma can bring on a belief system where you are in an intense state where you may well feel hypervigilant to your whole environment and also out of control and yeah and and powerless and feeling that there might be someone in the room with you or you're continually looking for where the fear uh, might be where where that thing that's going to jump out and um, cause you harm is and so this can bring on some hallucinations. It can bring on... Um, and that's stress-induced as well as possibly yeah. mental health issues, yep. psychosis and substance abuse. We know there was some substance abuse involved, which may or may not be in the past, but that can all add to it. Yep. Um, in the end, it's about making sure that everyone that is there is um, well looked after medically which is the most important thing and that no one is being left behind and that what they are going through is uh, really talked about as real for them and, you know, what they can do about it. But in the end, if it is Indigenous, it has to be treated by uh, someone who understands the local Indigenous traditions. The culture. And can deal with it because us going in there and or you know, sending through information on how to treat it is is really disrespectful. It's really disrespectful. And, and sending in a priest or a minister of some form or other that is not from their belief system to rid them of their ghosts or demons or whatever it is, it, it's that, that's not their belief system. Mm. So it's just going to confuse matters. Yeah. Make it muddy. And um, enrage the spirits that are there. Yeah, if, there are if there, they are there. If they are there, it's it's going to really, yeah, make, make things probably worse. More than anything, it's probably being produced by the people themselves as a form of anxiety, which then manifests itself into things that are happening around the place. And the you have to deal with the person who is at the centre of the storm rather than the symptoms of the storm. You've got to get them calm and look at what's happening and see if once you've got them into a calm and a more understanding state, whether things settle down. Mm. And sometimes we're paranormal investigators. We can't solve some of those big psychological issues. We can maybe raise it and point it out and say, look, we think you need help in this area. If there is stuff still going on after you've really worked hard on this area, come back and talk to us. Mm. I think we're done for today. We are done for today. I I think that covers quite a bit of what our week has been. Yep. Uh, Tonight we're at the residence again. Probably the hottest day of the year. 
up till this point in time. Hottest day of summer. So it will be, it won't be pretty. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> we will be, It'll be very fabulous. happy, happy, happy. It'll be fabulous, uh, but it will be it will be tiresome. And we have a big week coming up. We've got Seance Circle uh, at the Witch's Charm on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing I did want to bring up just quickly, sorry, Renata, no, is ahead. that we've had to change the way that we do things through our Facebook community because we are getting quite run down and we were doing our tarot show on YouTube every Thursday night and the people that were coming on every week are our most loyal, most beautiful, most wonderful supporters and we just, the numbers weren't growing. We weren't going anywhere with it and we have to put our efforts and energies into things that are going to grow our community so we're not wiping it all together because we do love our community and we don't want to to take that away but we are doing a first Thursday of the month will be our tarot show and then the third Thursday of the month will be our paranormal Q&A session so if you've got a question about the paranormal you can jump on and ask a question or send it through beforehand and we can read it out like we did tonight where we kept it very anonymous but still covered the answers to the questions and we are going to be concentrating more on getting some good YouTube comment out there thanks to cousin Steve who is uh, editing his little britches off yeah so that's that's our plan if you do want to have more content where you're uh getting more readings and more one-on-ones and things like that you've become a grand poopar a patreon and you'll get lots more stuff so that's that's our plan Mm -hmm. we're trying to finance our trips away so we can give you guys content and keep doing what we're doing with all our podcasts because we love it So, guys, be frightfully good, stay spooky, and we'll see you on the dark side. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter. Make sure you check out our True Hauntings podcast, Spooky Sunday podcast, and make sure you have a frightfully good night.